We are coming down on the tail end of the year. They say October, November, and December feels like the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of the year. Things are being said that are bringing people to the hot seat. And when the other side rebuttals, they are standing on business. And whenever they feel they counted out, it only means one thing. The get back. Because mm. Ready? That get back. It's a mug, man. People love that get back. It's a mug. It's my favorite. It's my, The revenge is my favorite meal. You could do something in 2006. People will not forget it. 2016, I'm going to get you back. Freddie, <laughs> in the ninth grade, I was pushed into, it's the, true. into the bathroom yes. and into the stall. Yes. And uh, this was back before uh, Big Lord. I was still Little Lloyd. <laughs> a gentleman named Matt Manderville told me he was going to put my face in the toilet. I said, Matt, I'm little now, but there will come a day when I'm bigger than you. Yes, of and course. And I'll come and I'll ask you yes. about this moment that we're having today. Definitely. And I'm still looking for him now. Yes. Revenge is still uh, is one of my favorite meals, Freddie. There's this guy, Noah. He said something about the NBA. The, uh, <laughs> Noah Lyles. And uh, the... when, he said his, when he said it, all the, all the NBA champions hopped in the comments. And they said, why are you coming for us? Freddie, you're talking about Olympic sprinter Noah Lyles mm -hmm. questioning the validity of the NBA World Championship uh, by asking the question, are those guys really the best in the world or is the NBA the best league in the world mm. in comparison to how track works where they're literally racing against the top athletes in the world? Yes. Um, that question sparked a lot of controversy and interest because... It was a blow to a lot of people's pride. Yes. Um, a lot of NBA players, a lot of athletes were chiming in with uh, very staunch opinions um, to his contrary. And it was bringing up a lot of um, discourse around mm. the validity of uh, the NBA. Yeah. Yes, yes, definitely. And you know who I saw in that? Uh, Kevin Durant. <laughs> Yeah, he, yes. he, don't, Kevin, he don't miss nothing, huh? You, can't, you cannot say nothing about that man, huh? Kevin Durant is so active online, but so was LeBron, uh, Chris Paul. Kevin Durant um, don't miss nothing. Yeah, but KD specifically, he is um, a, a troll of um, the highest order. He's really good at getting back at you. What? He he, he builds uh, burner accounts and he talks about people. Kevin Durant is in on it. Now, uh, in terms of athletes mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, going over that hill, there's a tennis player. Is it Goff? Goff, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. So She's uh, she had a nice run. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we saw a lot of people in the audience turning their head from the left uh, to the right. Mm -hmm. Something about tennis that uh, brings people together and brings movies together like King Richard. I feel like it is a boon to the sport mm -hmm. um, when ladies like her and Naomi Osaka are able to achieve oh, yeah, that's uh, a good one. really uh, uh, high levels of success in tennis very yes. early uh -huh. because it sets the precedent for little young girls all yeah. over the world to see that you can do this if you apply yourself uh -huh. and be yourself doing it. Coco Goff has not had yeah. to sacrifice a lot of her individuality. She wears cool outfits. She's a great interview. <laughs> cool um, she gives... Uh, uh, great insight into who she is as a person, and that's going to make her, um, hopefully, uh, America's next sweetheart. She's yes. so talented. Did you see King Richard or you haven't caught it yet? Of course I've seen King Richard. <laughs> I grew up like you, yes, watching yes. Uh, yeah. this, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> Venus and Venus Serena, Serena yes. um, the sisters, uh -huh. um, Southern California, yeah. uh, Compton's own. Uh -huh. um, we're, we're always so proud to see yeah. them and uh, the trajectory of their career, uh -huh. and that movie was powerful. And it's always something about, uh, you know, look where I came from, Look at everything I went through. Look at the adversary. The get back. 
Yes, the success. <laughs> the success. That's the overwhelming success. Because that's the last word. What the dominance, yes. the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the fact that these two ladies were uh-huh. uh, the best pair for a number of years. Yes. And then Venus was able to become one of the most iconic in her sport, mm-hmm. the GOAT undebatable. I believe she may just be one tournament shy of yes. uh, the all-time record. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, she's the GOAT. Yes, yes. Now, to be a, a star athlete like that, especially young, you need a good team behind you who's going to speak good on your name. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to switch gears. Uh, this young lady, Lizzo. <laughs> now, Lizzo, um, you know, I watch interviews. Uh, she says she used to sleep in her car. You know, mm-hmm. she'd be beating up that flute. You know, she's really <laughs> good she at really what she does. Out, she really got it on the mud. She really, exactly. Her story uh, ahead, yeah. was, was um, yeah. it was a long grind. Yes. Um, a lot of uh, trial, a lot of error, mm-hmm. a lot of doors slammed in her face, not only yeah. because of her look, but the fact that she's a black woman. Yeah. At 14, she formed a musical group called the Cornroll Click with her friends. Um, but what popped her or made her... Uh, really stand out was her flute, which she honed at the, excuse me, at the University of Houston, I believe. Um, And from there, it was audition after audition, after failure, after glass ceiling. But eventually she popped and it was with like, just feel good. It wasn't necessarily R&B, but just pop music. And her story, again, filled with triumph, victory, um, but based in a lot of and overcoming a lot of failure. And <laughs> I definitely agree with that. But mm-hmm. for some reason, you know, sometimes when you feel like you have the right team, uh, things can change over the course of time, yeah. uh, especially your backup dancers. Everybody wants to be uh, treated uh, equally. Yeah. But um, how do you feel about um, backup dancers uh feeling a sense of unity when they come out on stage behind that uh, star. I feel like your backup dancers, your uh, vocalists, your just behind you team is has got to be sharp. It has to be organic. It has to be filled with people who are as talented or um, how do I say this? Even more talented with you. If you watched Usher's uh, Tiny Desk concert and mm. you watched each one of the vocalists, he gives them each the opportunity to sh- highlight and show themselves and yes. show how they have contributed to the uh, the archive of his music. Okay. There is a viral moment. It is uh, the beginning of the song Superstar, and it was him and his uh, vocalist, who was another artist. He, he made a song with Chris Brown, but okay. he is a really talented writer. Uh, and Bellinger. Eric Bellinger yes. versus uh, Usher. And um, they're both hitting that note at the beginning of Superstar. And in that moment, you go... Oh my gosh, Eric Bellinger, you are a star. He is a background singer. He's Mm -hmm. part of the entourage. He's part of the team of success that has built the mega superstar Mm -hmm. Usher because he's been able to um, surround himself with highly talented individuals Mm -hmm. like himself. He's not afraid of sharing some of that spotlight with people who are talented and it has made for a fantastic product. Now, in regards of... uh uh, performers and uh, background dancers mm-hmm. and making sure all the shots are right and the cameras. We know they're practicing, but do you feel like there's some huddles where don't do this, don't do that, make sure this isn't that, so everybody's on the same page? Freddie, <laughs> the ability to communicate a message is yeah. the most important part of any business relationship. Uh-huh. 
Because you have to make sure that not only is your vision executed, yes. the people who can execute it feel comfortable in doing so, yes. and they feel empowered and can see the totality of your vision and yes. make it come to fruition. Uh-huh. If you're working with people and you can't communicate, then yes. that leads to frustrations, that could lead to um, confusion, and then it's not as productive. <laughs> confusion. So um, I think that like the people who are able to communicate the best, like Beyonce, <laughs> Like, um, perfect because she puts on <laughs> yeah. a, a tremendous show, but uh-huh. you know, every facet of that show, she has her fingerprints on. Yes. But what she's doing is she's empowering talented people who, who can trust her vision, listen to her and give great feedback. Yes. Also. Right. Because she may not know everything. She may not have all the answers, but mm-hmm. if you empower talented people around you that you can trust who are um, masters of their own field, you can um, trust them to help you make a better vision. And we definitely see Beyonce give a hundred percent every single time she performs. You know, I've been trying to find a way to keep my energy level steady throughout the day. Uh, I've started drinking Magic Mind and get me in the right state of mind early on and throughout the day. It gives me the energy that I need. It makes me more productive and it gets the creative juices flowing. It's all natural ingredients from the best suppliers out on the scene, especially no sugar and paleo friendly. If you're like me, out and about like us, mm-hmm. have open tabs in your head, handling multiple things at once. I say, give it a go. You can get it at magicmind.com slash Freddie with the code Freddie20. 56% off your first subscription or 20% off your one-time purchase. A lot of people have been mentioning this and I've shared it with family and friends who are looking for that boost. Magicmind.com slash Freddie, code Freddie20. I'd get the 30 pack for the best value Now, another artist that had a very good tour run was Drake. Wow. And I know that you've seen the clips that were moving back and forth of him walking out this tunnel. And in each city, it was like there was a rep. The mayor mayor of the city came out with him coming down that tunnel, whether it was LeBron, you know, whether it was Bow Wow. Brilliant. He brought out somebody. I feel like Drake is, as usual, two or three steps ahead of um, the game. So what he's mm-hmm. doing in these tours in, in the city, because he is, right, he is um, the biggest thing going in music, yes. right? Especially urban music, Definitely. right? So what he has been able to do in his career is champion a lot of different um, individuals throughout his career. Whether they are in music or not, they are very popular people that uh, he can have access to and more importantly, want access to him. So what he's doing in these tours, uh, whatever city he goes to, he gets a local legend to enjoy, uh, to come into the, uh, his entrance. And yes. what they do is they come in through the crowd, sort of like a wrestler does. And they're literally walking down from the seats. Tugging on their sweaters. To the floor. And it, it, it creates this very powerful viral moment. Because yes. in that moment, you see not only how powerful Drake is, but how powerful his guest is mm-hmm. in relation to the crowd and the energy. And it just shows you that Drake really is able to capture the moment of coolness that he's able to create and monetize it. Because watching the tour online feels just as cool, my guess, if not cooler um, than going because I get to watch it from the comfort of my own home. Yes. I'm seeing Drake. I've seen Bow Wow. I've seen Nelly. I've seen 
um, a couple of different cats. <laughs> Anybody. And each entrance is so dope because he's in a dope fit and the person is just soaking it in and they're just walking with their hands up, slapping fives. And it's and it's such this Michael Jackson, we are the mo- world mm-hmm. moment where you get to see the fans and how rabid they are for not only the music, mm-hmm. their city, but their local legend. Drake is a genius. And if you didn't know, Drake is a Scorpio. Come on. But the reason why I mentioned that is because... Uh, Drake is one of those artists, you don't let things slide. Never. He's not, tapped in. That's not our thing, Scorpio. <laughs> he, he sees what you're saying. And uh, <laughs> I feel like he clashes with uh, Charlemagne and Joe Budden uh-huh. <laughs> over time. Yeah. <laughs> now, mm-hmm. it, every art is subjective. <laughs> but for some reason, those two guys have very strong opinions mm-hmm. on Drake. <laughs> and Drake... He wrote something to Joe that I think we all were like, wow, he must have had that tucked in the drafts to get back. (laughs) Drake is uh, a Scorpio through and through. He is a very, if you do something to Drake, right? Like he's going to remember it. Yeah. Yes. And he's not going to hit you right back immediately. Immediately. No, no, no. Calculated. He's going to let it simmer. I'm I'm wondering what he's gonna what he has for Pusha T, right? Yes. Because the Pusha T announcing the arrival of his son, and as you can see and you can hear in this last album, he is announcing uh, his problems with <sighs> Pusha T. Yes, and then he's also really good at subbing and um, sending subliminal disses to gentlemen who I'm sure who hear <laughs> it and know that he's talking about them. He is they a, know. a well rehearsed, well versed machine. They know, and he. Is I think he's the best out doing it, actually. I think he's the best. Now, in this message that he sent to, you know, one of the most successful podcasters. Correct. Going um currently in Earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first line media. Mm-hmm. he said, you've failed at music. <laughs> Did you even have to read anything after that? No. Um, <laughs> and that hits Joe in a that certain hit, that, that hit hits Joe in a certain soft spot because if you know anything about Joe's catalog, he is a tremendous rapper. He, he is rap. a rapper's rapper. He can rap. Drake is the most popular rapper on the planet. Mm-hmm. Anything that he comes out with is going to do numbers. Mm-hmm. And in the arena of rap, he's not more successful, mm-hmm. and that's what matters most. Now, I feel like Drake's going to be one of those artists that can make music into his later 40s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's some other guys that are doing that now, and that's Nas, who's had a good run. 50 Cent is still going on tour. How do you feel about these uh, gentlemen, you know, going into those later years and still delivering solid projects? I feel a sense of happiness in the fact that Legends from our time are still able to produce music that means something uh-huh. uh, and, and contribute to the art form today. Um, it hasn't passed them by. Does it sound different? I believe yes. I, I feel like the kids um, now or the youth, the younger generation now, it's, it's a lot more about mumble rap, right? It's it's very fast. It's very um, it's very, mumbling. Yeah, it's very fast. <laughs> whereas, man, more more established. I don't want to say. Um, older artists, but more established artists are coming out with catalogs of music that mean more to the moment, that mean more to the culture. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can still do it. Heck yeah. Now, uh, you brought up the youth. Mm. Now, this is perfect for the next question. Yeah. Because Kai Sana oh, <laughs> is doing some very uh, unique things. I yeah. think he's just streamed in a prison. Mm-hmm. Um, he's causing chaos in the neighborhood when he shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about his impact to the youth and just uh, social media in general and the streaming, you know, 
industry. I think he is a one of one. I think uh-huh. he is the most unique content creator on the planet. Who okay. Sinat is, is he's a streamer from New York. Mm-hmm. And what he's been able to do is garner the attention and um, and the love <laughs> of millions by simply being himself yes. just from vlogging. Yes. Um, he had, he caused- Sleepovers. He, yes. Uh, he had a very popular sleepover with uh, a world famous rapper named Offset. Yes. Uh, recently, he announced a cash giveaway of, and some PS4 fives that he wanted to give away in New York, which caused a uh, mass hysteria. <laughs> in, um, right. Yeah. He's a very, he's a very kind and giving guy. Yes. And, and it goes back to something that we talked about a couple episodes episodes about his team. Yes. He's part of a group of individuals called AMP. Uh-huh. And what they do is, is they just stream. They stream on <laughs> platforms like Twitch. They stream on uh, YouTube. Sounds so easy. And what they do is they just popularize whatever they're doing in their life they make videos and they're the, and they're super popular. This I, think I think it's incredible. I think that they've literally invented a job that is just follow me and they're making millions of dollars doing it. And these kids are like 21, 22 years old. It's so fantastic. you can be eating a cheeseburger and people watch and, and they tip you? Is that, is that what it is? Right. So the subscriptions that they get from uh, Twitch yeah. and uh, TikTok, yeah. people monetize and then they send them these little gifts and those gifts can be five to 10 bucks and they're just cashing in. They're just dinging at the and top. Just dinging at the top and they're, and they're just bringing in money. It's the most incredible <laughs> Super thing you've Mario ever seen. Coins at the top. They make more than you do at your full-time <laughs> nine to five job. They make that money in a month or two because they're able to just monetize the attention. Yes. And they do really cool stuff. Yes. And they're surrounded by a really good team. And he found his own way. And speaking about teams, mm. there is this athlete. Hmm. There's this athlete that's making a way in college football. (laughs) Something happened over these past few months. Oh, yeah? And all I see in my stories is- I was going to say, I hope we talk about my guy, Shador Sanders. What is going on with these Colorado games, Deion Sanders headlining them? The Colorado Buffaloes are- The most fascinating story in NCAA college football right now. Prime time. Deion Sanders is the head coach. His son, Shador Sanders, is the uh, quarterback. And then his other son, Shiloh, is Uh the cornerback. Uh And they are both playing phenomenal. Shador, he might be be the number one or number two quarterback. He's yes. going to come back uh, next year for another year, but it is a fantastic story. They are the most, uh, how do I say, the shocking team in uh, college sports. <laughs> shocking. They have they have celebrities. Jewelry. They have jewelry. <laughs> they have the attention of the entire country. Those games are the most happening thing to be at in the country. They are rolling, touring rock stars wherever they go. Yes, they I demand see. attention. Um, and they are the story of the college football season. Yes, I see. Yeah, we've been seeing it. <laughs> but uh, one thing I like about this, because uh, uh, college football, you can go either way. You can win or lose. hmm but in terms of this episode and yeah. the get back, mm-hmm. I feel like if they lose, Deion Sanders always has a good statement after. He always wins. He always wins. He wins even when he's losing. Yeah. The fact that he is able to have uh-huh. gotten his family and his two sons, yes. his own college and his own program they never wanted Deion Sanders to be anywhere near the level of success that he has now uh-huh. because of what he's doing now and uh-huh. what he's going to be doing for the foreseeable future, Freddie. Yes. So if you're feeling down and out, mm-hmm. people count you out on the 
journey that you're trying to get to people not paying attention to what you're doing <laughs> until you make a way that's right you can always remember the get back mm. <laughs> it's real serious 